Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am Tierica and I'm exploring if I'm really mentally ill or mentally brilliant. Some days I can go either way. Some days I think it's a mixture of both. Some days I think the mental illness actually provokes the mental brilliance. Some days I just think I survived the mental illness enough to continue to be mentally brilliant. So, I don't know. You know, I'm coming to a conclusion of this podcast, this first season anyway. And I'm beginning to think they relate to each other. And neither one of them is a bad thing. And they all a part of me. And I might as well just accept it. So, we're figuring out some other facets of my personality and I hope that you don't mind coming along for the journey what's going on with me in love what's going on with me in love so today I had three people hit me up via social media to offer love to me One was a woman that I've known since I was a child, like 14. And I would call her a former friend because we don't talk anymore. So I don't consider us to be friends anymore. There's no reason why I would ever go visit her. But she consistently tries to invite me to do stuff with her in her life. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. There's a lot of layers to that. But the reality is I don't want to do, I don't want to be a part of her life anymore. But she's consistently explaining to me how much I meant to her, how much I inspired her, how much the happiness that she currently enjoys in her life is because of me. I'm like, why do you keep giving me credit for this life that you have that I have nothing to do with? I haven't seen you in in nearly 10 years. And she's like, she doesn't care. I put the vision in her head. I always believed in her. I always spoke positively to her. I was the best, the best person she knew. Just, I'm like, why are you giving me all this credit? I don't even want it, and I don't deserve it. I think there's other people in your life who are more consistent than I am. And I think you should be talking to them and telling them this. And she's like, no, I will always consider you the best person I ever knew. I'm like, well, I don't feel like that. And I would appreciate if you leave me alone. I'm not trying to just be rude to be rude, but I just feel like she tried me at one point and I can't let that go. I hold grudges. I hold grudges. I know some people out there who are like, I never hold on to bad feelings. I do. If I didn't literally try you like you tried me, and if you try me, I feel like I better remember. I'm not going to forget that. And I'm not going to look at you the same ever again. I don't know if I'll get get over that part of me, but I hold grudges. And I got something on her that's eight years old. And I ain't let that go yet. And I have no desire to start over. The next person is an old friend. She hit me up. I just saw you walking down the street. I'm like, really? She said, I didn't know you lived up here. And I was like, yeah, I just moved here this summer. 
and she was like oh my gosh I'm so excited you're so close to me come visit me this is where I work walk over she really works within walking distance of me and I'm like okay she's like I can't wait for you to come and meet my family come spend the night I have a beautiful home I can't wait for you to meet my daughter I can't wait for my mom to see you again I'm so excited to reunite with you and I'm like hold up I'm not gonna be able to do all that I mean I can come visit you at your job but all that extra stuff you're talking about, I'm not that person anymore. I'm a hateful person now. And she's like, what? How could you become hateful? You were the sweetest person that everybody knew. You were the smartest, the sweetest, the the, most, the prettiest. And you made everybody feel good all the time, whether they wanted to or not. I'm like, who are you talking about? She's like, that's who you were. Why did you become hateful? What happened to you? And you got to get rid of it because I miss you. You were my best friend. I'm like, what? I can't do all of that with you. But I'll come see you at your job. Say hi, I would love to see you. But all the rest of that stuff don't even feel right. The third person is a woman I knew. I met her like 18 years ago. She was actually my leasing agent. But, and I don't know why we kept in touch all this time. <laughs> like, literally, always check in with each other. What's going on? When I lived in Houston, I ran into her randomly. What's up? What you doing here? What you doing here? <laughs> we kept in touch. But this time, she hits me up, and she's like, I'm going to have to go ahead and shoot my shot. I was wondering if you could, you know be the woman in my life I'm like what are you is this I thought it was like a meme or something I'm like is this a joke and she's like no I'm like when did you start like a girls and she's like I've always been interested in women I've been with women before I'm bi and I know that you are I know that you're open sexually I love how your spirit is free and I would like for you to be a part of my life in that way with myself and my husband Now, I always feel flattered when people invite me for threesomes when I was younger. You know, when I didn't have these gray hairs at the edge of my temple. You know, when I didn't get tired easily. But it hasn't happened in a very long time. So I was kind of like, wow. Flattered a little bit because she's very cute. Surprised because this was just my friend this whole time. I had never known that she was looking at me in that way. And she said she always was. Considered it for a second because she's really cute. But ultimately told her, I can't do that. You know, you picked the wrong person. Even though for some reason people for people pick me for that role. To, even though that's a role that I would like to play. I would love to date a couple. I've gone out on dates with couples. I've enjoyed, enjoyed being around them. In my mind, that's ideal. I just don't feel like it's going to work right now with who I am at this point because how I feel about the way I interact with people it doesn't work out there's remember I'm not from this planet I don't belong here (laughs) it's a mistake for me to be here and that's how I feel most days because there's nobody that I connect with on this earth aside from my two sons other than that, I walk around in the days hoping that nobody speaks to me because 
once we have a conversation, there's not going to be anything to talk about. The things that they're interested in is far from what I'm interested in, and I don't know how to pretend. So when I think about her invitation to join her relationship and be her girlfriend with her husband, um, I'm not offended. I think that that's beautiful, you know, for a woman to have a husband who's that supportive of her that will say, hey, if you find somebody that you feel is attractive, you can go and be with them and I'll still be here and support support you. This is what she's told me. And I just was like, you got a good man. So um, I just feel like if we sit around each other, we're not going to have nothing to talk about. Just like me and every other person on the world, 100% of people on the earth. So why even get that ball started? And I told her that. And she's like, no, I'm coming to visit you. I want to love you. Can you just accept this love and stop being miserable? And I thought about it for a minute. Like, am I being miserable? And it's a culmination at the end of the day. And I'm thinking about all these people reach out to me in one shot. And I shot all of them down. I don't want to love you. Don't want to be around you. I don't care if you say I'm the best person you ever knew. I don't care if you say I'm your best friend. You can't wait for your whole family to see me. And I don't care if you say you've been crushing on me for a long time. And you want me to be your girlfriend. I don't want nothing from none of you. And here I say I don't belong on this planet because I don't connect with anyone. But all these people are trying to connect with me and I am resisting it. Why? So help me figure that one out. What is it? All right, let's turn the table. If someone came to me with this situation and explained it to me, what would I say to them? Let's let's stop for a second. Someone said, yo, T... I feel alone on this planet. I don't connect with anyone. I feel like an alien. I feel invisible and I want to be invisible. And I enjoy my life completely in solitude. As long as I can pay my bills, I really have no problems. I have no drama with anyone. And I'm secure and happy within myself. I love being single. I love my life as long as I can pay my bills. And when my bills is paid, I feel like I'm living in paradise. And I don't say nothing wrong with that. Okay, so what's the problem? The problem is people are trying to come into my life and it doesn't make me feel good, the thought of them trying to come in because it never works out and I don't feel like going through that drama. I want to stay in my solitude and in my happiness and focus on continuing to pay my bills so that I can continue to enjoy my happiness. But what's wrong with that? Nothing is wrong, but I'm considering why these people trying to love me, but I don't want it. People are trying to love you, but you don't want it. Why do you have to want it? Well, I feel like it's only fair and right, you know? Isn't that what we're here for, to love each other and to be loved? Isn't that, you know, a part of our experience? Doesn't everybody want that? Okay, well, for those who do want that, allow them to enjoy it. And for those who don't want that, namely you, you don't have to force yourself to do anything you don't want to do. And that's the problem. What's the problem? The problem is I felt like all these people knew me at a time where I was always stepping outside the box, doing things for people, even when I didn't really want to do it because I wanted to make sure everybody was taken care of. And now I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to take care of nobody else no more. Not unless it's something I really want to do for myself. 
not because they requested, but because I desire to see you. If I reached out to her and said, I like you, I have a crush on you. If I reached out to her and say, hey, I want to see you, I want to spend time with you, if, and the other woman is saying, I'm not interrupting any of their lives. I'm not asking any of them for anything, but they're consistently asking me for my time and attention. And when I'm saying I'm not interested, they're saying, come on, don't be like that. Like they're insisting and it's making me feel pressured. Is that what it is? Is that the pressure of it that's making it more unappealing? I think so. You know why? Because independently, if I ran into any of these people, I would be excited to see them if I ran into them randomly. But individually, I have no desire to make the effort to try to reach out to and connect with any of them beyond social media. Because I'm satisfied by having social media relationships. I don't need anything else. I like, comment, share, inbox, all of that stuff. And that's satisfying to me. And I come back to my solitary life. Well, if that's satisfying to you, why would you have to step outside the box and be what somebody else wants you to be? I don't. Well, if you don't, then what's the problem? The problem is I'm still trying to consider other people before I'm considering myself. Once again, that same person that I used to be. And you said you now realize that you don't have to be like that. I don't have to be like that. Well, then you can continue. This is your world. That's right. That's what I'll do. Okay. So I know where my peace come from. I know I'm not bothering nobody. I'm not asking them for nothing. I'm not saying, oh, I need you. When I come to make a choice to spend time with somebody or interact with somebody, I'm offering them something of value. Here, you can have this. Here, I thought of you. And that makes me feel good when it's my idea. So that's what it is. Will I ever be open to people and put pushing their time on me or their requests on me? I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling. I don't know. I don't know. Am I open to being loved? The most people in my life would say no, but only because they're trying to impart their will into my life. They want me when they want me. We coming down there, we want to see you. We doing this, we want you to come. We, we want to talk to you this. But I'm not asking them for anything. I wonder what would happen if I did. If I asked you for your time, if I asked you for your attention, if I asked you for your support, if I asked you to come and do something for me or with me, would you say yes? I rarely even give people the opportunity to do that because I don't, I don't want to hear them say no. When I know for a fact that I rarely say no. That's what bothers me. I think I'm irritated because I know I'll say yes if the person is close to me. And the moment that they say no... I'm going to be upset. Because I want to hear yes just as much as I say yes. 
And I don't need to take that chance to feel upset like that because I'm fine by myself. So what's the point of interrupting my peace and happiness and my solitude for possible disappointment? Am I open to being loved? Not at this point. Not at this point. It feels more like giving than receiving in, in my mind. Hey, can you do this for me? Of course I can. I'm capable and I'm willing. Hey, can you do this for me? Sorry, I can't do that. Oh, you got to remind me. Oh, nah, not this week. I don't want to hear that. Because guess what? All those things that I can ask you for, I can do for myself. So what's the point of me having you around for you to ask me for what you want? But when I ask you, I can't get it. What's the point of that? When I can do all of it for myself and never disappoint myself. I don't get it. It's plain. So... Am I talking crazy? I think I figured it out. Am I open to being loved? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Not when you feel like it. And I'll go through my good times and my hard times by myself. One of my other friends was saying, oh, the reason, because I was talking to another friend about it. I'm like, why is she contacting me after all this time, telling me how much I mean to her and how she was so sad during the biggest moments of her life that I wasn't there? And she's like, well, when you're having the biggest moments in your life, you're thinking about the people who always knew you would have those things and you want them to be there with you. And I was thinking to myself, when I have my biggest moments of my life, I can't think of anyone that I need to call and invite over. To share in that moment with me. Besides my sons. I don't see anyone that I would cry if they missed out. I don't see, I don't have anyone like that. Oh, so-and-so got to be here when I get this award. Or so-and-so got to be here when I get this house. No. I see y'all on social media. I'm cool with that. Am I open to be loved? Not the way you want to love me. Let me define it for myself. Let me put up the parameters. Let me decide this is what love means to me. What does love mean to me? I asked my son this the other day when he came to visit me because we were talking about the five love languages. And I asked him, which one makes you feel loved? Let me know. And he said he thinks it's touch. And I gave him the biggest hug and I told him how much I love him and how much everything about him is beautiful to me. I said, Solomon, you know, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, right? And he said, I know, mommy. Just to say that out loud while I'm looking you in your eye so you know you can never doubt that what I feel for you is real and unchangeable. And I thought about myself because, of course, this question comes up. I'm a relationship coach, duh. (laughs) So if this question comes up sometimes when I'm coaching people, 
And I put a variation of it in one of my books. Um, what is my love language? What, is, what do I consider a person that can show that they, they love for me? Number one, um, compliments. Or in, or in, or in the love, love languages language, they call it words of affirmation. I like compliments, okay? I want to be told I'm beautiful. Only one guy ever got it right. <laughs> One guy was amazing at it. I just remember, I don't remember his name right now. But I'll never forget when I met him. I walked up to him because I thought he was handsome. Did I walk up to him? No, he said something to me initially. And then later I saw him again and I walked up to him and I said, Can I get your number? He was like, What? I'm like, Yup. I love doing that. I love being the initiator with men because they're so shocked and they're appreciative of it. It's like, dang, finally, somebody see my worth. I don't have to be chasing. I love that. I like to choose. So anyway, we talked. He was nice. He was handsome. Um, and he was comp- He gave me so many compliments. Like when he would come pick me up and we would go out. I'm walking down the stairs, uh, coming out of my apartment. And he's just standing, standing there like his eyes about to pop out his head. And when I, when we get in the car, he's like, when you when I saw you walking down the stairs, I felt like I was in a movie, Queen. Like, oh my gosh, that's the kind of stuff he would say. Or we'll be walking in somewhere and he would say, everybody's staring at you as they should because you are so beautiful tonight. I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't get enough. I just would call him just to hear his voice, just so he can give me some more compliments. And he was good with them. And he was allowing me to give them back because he was really handsome too. And I was like, ooh, you're so fine. I can't wait to get my hands on you. And he would be like, ooh, I can't wait too. It was great. It was just a mutual exchange of admiration. And it was like, I never in my life have experienced anything like that. But he fucked up. So I had to cuss him out. But um, (laughs) I cussed him out really bad too. I don't know. It's an instinct. Anyway. But that was awesome. So he was the best one to give me compliments. The other one is service. I really like when someone does something for me. And I give every man a chance. I, I give them something really small to do. I'll say like, okay, when you meet me, wear a blue shirt. Or when you meet me, bring this. And to me, that lets me know if they're going to be attentive to the things that I ask. Because I don't ask for big things things I just ask for you to pay attention to show me that you care that you're gonna pay attention to my little things because I can take care of my big things so bring me the little things that make me smile the compliments the treats and you gonna always be treated very well (laughs) you know what I'm saying so those are things I like I like compliments and I like service I like doing stuff for me let me take out your garbage you let me make that my responsibility let me wash your car are you okay do you need anything do you want to eat like oh my gosh that would totally make me fall in love right there that's it that would make me fall in love right there i'll be like i love you that from that moment on sincerely yeah so those are things that make me feel loved so maybe if these people wasn't calling me, asking me, can you be with me and my boyfriend? 
or me and my husband or can you come traveling to, to me for my for my event or can you come seeing me and do all this with me and do all this for me if they wasn't asking for them and they were saying to me hey I love you I, you are my best friend I want to see you I want to spend time with you how can I do that what can I bring you? Let me treat you for lunch. Let me take you where you want to go. You're new in town. I didn't know you were here. Let me take you around. They're not asking me what I want. They're not saying, let me do this for you. They're saying what they want, which most people do because most people only thinking about what they want. But I think I would feel more endeared toward these people who are trying to love me if any of them would say, what can I do to make your day brighter? When can I come and take you to lunch? Do you need anything? If they made their love more about me than me fulfilling what they wanted. Or the role they have in their mind. Because she wants me to play the role of her best friend. Show up to her parties. To show up to this with her. And and stand with her. And be with her. And 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 introduce me to people. She wants me to be her girlfriend. And you know. Hang out with her and her husband. And chill. and, 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 And be this adventure that she gets to have all the time. And she wants me to be um, a best friend again. To come and spend time. And to spend the night. And stay up all night. And talk. And you know. What do I want? What do I need? I just want somebody to don't ask me for nothing. How about that? Don't ask me for no help and offer me something. Don't ask me for nothing, but come offering me something. You don't even have to ask me what I need. Just, hey, I got this for you. I saw this book for you. I thought of you when I saw this. I saw this CD. I know you're a mess. Let me come help you clean up. Let me just bring you dinner because I know you hate to cook. If you know me so well, if I'm your best friend, meet a need. I know you're nervous about being around people. I know you say you're a recluse, but I want to just stop by, give you a hug and leave. That's it. Give you a hug and leave. Can I do that? I would, of course, appreciate that. Why does, why does your love have to be demanding? Let your love be a gift. So am I open to love? It just got to be presented right. In the meantime, I'm fine. I'm over here paying my bills, making my dreams come true, enjoying my solitary life. I love my apartment. I love everything about my situation at this very moment. I have no complaints. I have food to eat. Plenty of incense to um, light up and listen to music and enjoy myself. I'm doing just fine. And I'm loving on myself. I do have love. I have the love of my sons and I have the love of myself. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything else right now. So I'm good. Thank you for loving me. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.